Mic check, mic check. I know I sound like butter, baby. Hello. Yeah, they hear you. The streets hear you, baby. Why do you keep freaking What you mean? Fist. Fist, fist, right? It's just a, it holds the cord together. So that, oh, it's press no, yeah, it's just. You don't have to press no button, baby. It's, it's right here. Oh. Hello, hello. The streets hear you, baby girl. Introduce yourself. This is Sav J from London Town. Uh huh. Alumni to the G. Uh huh. Back visiting with my boy Cletus, Get aka me. Butter. Butter. <laughs> <laughs> and we're calling this episode Guy Fawkes Night. Why are we calling it Guy Fawkes Night? Because it's November the 5th. Uh huh. And that is emblematic of Guy Fawkes, who tried to blow up Parliament and failed. Mm. Him and 13 other men tried to steal gunpowder and kill the king and other members of the royal family, but he failed. And to mark this, we now celebrate Guy Fawkes Night, where we use firework displays to represent the gunpowder that didn't end up blowing up the House of Parliament. So why was this such a big deal? Like, was the king such a good man that if he would have done it, it would have been a problem or? It would have been a big problem. I mean, if anyone tries to kill royalty, it's a problem. Why is that though? Because I, 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 isn't royalty in the UK or in Britain just like a figurehead? Like they don't do anything really, do they? What do you mean? Because I remember when I reached out to you when um, the prince got married to the- Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about that. And I was like, what is the big deal about it? Yeah. Like, why is it a big deal? I mean, it's a mar- like, I get hyped about the marriage. Like, it's just, I don't know, like- it's just a tradition. Like I could, I don't care about the queen at the end of the day. Like she's our queen, but I don't care about her. But people like William and Harry, I respect because their mom was Princess Diana, a big humanitarian, a down-to-earth woman who gave back to charities and was genuine. The crown didn't change her. Everyone else is a facade, in my opinion. Mm. They ain't real like that. Um, but she raised her boys to be just like her, and that's why I like her. I like them and her. Um, but anyone else to, who gets married, I don't really care about. Like, for instance, um, what's her name? Beatrice got married the other day, the Queen's granddaughter. My mum watched it. I didn't watch it because I don't care about her. Mm. Like, people like that are irrelevant to me. But what was important about Harry was that Harry marrying Meghan Markle represents the kind of man he is. He don't care about what people think. Mm. He's going to marry a, a mixed-race woman mm. that he loves. You know what I mean? And... He, he's probably been scorned and called, you know, yeah. all the names in the book by racist bigots across the world. You know what I mean? But he don't care. So why why is it that when he does whatever he wants, it's cool, but this man Guy Fawkes, he's about to do whatever he wants too. <laughs> and y'all, y'all celebrate him be even dying. Like. I mean, I don't really know. I'm just telling you the outskirts of of it. There might be m- much more to it than what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. this is something I studied in primary school in history. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a big part of UK history, hmm. and it's a tradition every year. Every year from a child, I think when I moved out here and I was 16, that's when I didn't. That's the first time I didn't go. But every year we go to some spot where they're showing firework displays. Every year on the fifth of November, even leading up to the fifth of November, people are doing fireworks in their in their garden. Hmm. And when you're a kid, when you're young, you hold these little sparklers. You know, like when it's someone's birthday and you have like a candle that like, mm-hmm. yeah. So we had these sparklers and it's like a stick and you hold it in your hand and it lights up and it's like you know firecracker little thing. 
But yeah, this is tradition. Like my sister took my niece to it, and it's just something we do. It's like our Fourth of July. Hmm? It's like our Fourth of July. Well, yeah, sort of. But no, Fourth of July is a bigger holiday. Guy Fawkes Night or Bonfire Night, as we call it, is literally a UK thing. Mm-hmm. It's not celebrated anywhere else because this is English history. Okay, so our relationship is interesting because we met via social media. Yeah, <laughs> and. Do you remember how we met? Like, do you remember how, like, everything transpired? Or you don't really remember how it go? Like, how we became friends. You said in my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you said something about how you uh, heard, about you've you. heard about me or whatever. And how we just, I I left as you came and stuff like that. And I was we a fan. When did you come here? The fall 2017. Yes, yeah, I left spring 2017. But I left, I left. August, hmm. early August. Yeah, I came early September. Yeah, so you just, like you I just... came the weekend after Labor Day. I got picked up by Dr. Morganfield. Oh, you started um school late. Od. Oh, so you knew Morganfield. Um, I, I didn't know who he was, but I met him that summer at, at ABJ, and then that process, I became a part of this Graham fam. Like, so you didn't, did you know about Gramlin before? Hell you came? no. Really? Never heard about this place. Wow. Like, I didn't know that the world fame band was that big of a deal. Oh, wow. Even Drake put it in his song. Yeah. Yeah, we're a big deal. I mean, I I wouldn't say I knew about it. Like, if I didn't get the scholarship, I would have never known about it. It's when I was told about it that I realized how connected it is to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I got family that went in Grand Island I didn't even know about. Wow. And that's crazy being from London. You know what I mean? Um, even other stuff like... My dad knew who Gramblin was hmm. because um, he was at Obama's inauguration mm. and they were there. They were playing that. Oh, so your dad was world fame bear? No, no, he was at Obama's inauguration where Gramblin performed oh, back in 2000. Okay, okay, okay. I get you. I get, you get me. I get yeah, you. Yeah, you get me. Okay. Um, what else was, was, was um, part of Gramblin? Um, yeah, just celebrities that had been here. I, I mean, the person who really schooled me on Grambling was Tyson Beckford. Do you know who that is? Really? The model? The model, yeah. My brother was cutting his hair and um, he brought me along. My brother's a, a celebrity barber. So on this occasion, he brought me to meet Tyson Beckford. And um, at the time, I just found out I was getting a scholarship and I told him about Grambling. And... Um, yeah, he gave me a, a background check. He was like, how Erica Badu went there. Yep. Um, he told me he thought he had gone there. Yep. Um, and he was telling me about how people can perform. He told me about the band. Um, and how he's been there before. And he was like, I mean, I guess he didn't know where exactly Grambling was. But before I left, he was like, you know, um, Louisiana is like a dangerous place sort of thing that there could be like natural disaster sort of thing. He was like, man, just give me a call and I'll fly you out, you know, fly you out (laughs) to New York. Wow. Yeah, he was like, just give me the heads up. Must be nice. He was like, I'll get you out of there, man, sort of thing. I was like, what? Okay. I think I still got the photo I took with him, but he was a nice guy, man. Um, Obviously, I was young at the time too, so he just wanted to, you know, support me making that big trip. Yeah, because... Obviously, I'm going across the pond and I'm young at the same time, too. And so, he could tell that, yeah. And even when I did go, like, he, he kept in touch with my brother, like, how's she, how's she doing? 
how's the progress going, that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. That's love. Yeah, he gave us his headphones. He released some headphones at the time. And yeah, the rest is history. So you came here on a scholarship, like a soccer scholarship? Yeah. So you were that Even nice. that story is crazy. How is that crazy? Because <laughs> I played for a team called Fulham. Fulham girls from the age of eight. I had a, not a coach, but like the manager of the girls' centre of excellence centre was called Gary. And um, he was always a nice guy, genuine, whatever. And when I was about 10, he left and he moved to Grenada, which is, I mean, In the Caribbean. Yeah, that's where my mom's from. And so it was just coincidence he moved there. So he's moved there. And um, I went to visit when I was 12, just for a holiday, stayed there for six weeks. And whilst I was there, there was a football camp that he was running with this other footballer called Jason Roberts. So I've gone there now and I'm the only girl there, like the only girl, I'm with a whole bunch of dudes. And I showed out, I was, everyone was getting nutmegged, I scored hella goals, I was on the news, I got a medal, I got trophies, everything. Like I showed out, at the end of it, a man called Marlon Glean was speaking to me and my daddy, who was like, look, she's a, she's a soccer star, um, she needs to be playing professional level sort of thing. Um, and how he could get me a scholarship. I was 12 though. But the thing about the way my family grow is we grow quickly and then stop. So when I was 12, I weren't much smaller than I am now. Hmm. So as far as he's concerned, I'm of age to go, but I weren't, I was 12. So we stayed in contact with him for a while, but then we sort of lost contact when I hit 14, 15. But then my grandma, my granddad had died in 20, what year was that? 2012. So this time I was 15. Mm -hmm. No, no, I was, yeah, I was 15. I was literally 15 years old. Went out there for his funeral and I'd posted on Facebook like a tribute to him and Marlon had seen it, but these times we hadn't spoken in over a year. So he saw I was in Grenada and he was like, we need to link up sort of thing, met up with him and my dad. And he offered me the scholarship there on the spot, literally. Hmm. It was literally take it or leave it. And I was scared. I didn't know what to think because... It's it's a big it's a big deal. Like I'm, I'm only 15. And you're telling me move to America, leave my family in the to UK. Play yeah, so it was scary but exciting at the same time. But from young, I always everyone I always knew I was gonna end up in America somehow. I just didn't know how. But it was always my dream to play football there because of Bender like Beckham. Mm. But I've always just loved soccer and loved America. But as I got older, I stopped to like I stopped liking soccer. So even when he offered me the scholarship, I hadn't played football in months why'd you why'd you, why'd you stop like soccer like what happened when i was younger i was more of a tomboy like proper and i was proper passionate about it it was like literally what i lived and breathed for but as i got older you know i just started to hang out with my friends and i, I started to like radio i started to like music i started to just get interested in other things that to me appealed more than football mm -hmm. and on top of that i didn't like my piss being monitored my, the color of my piss being monitored what I'm eating. I, I don't like working out. I won't lie to you. They used to work <laughs> me like crazy. I, I don't like it. I, I won't lie. I, I hate running. I hate exercising. I just like to play soccer. And that's what I was, it was, it's my natural gift. Like I cannot touch a ball in a year and still have my touch. I'm a skillful player. I'm just not, I just don't have the endurance. Mm -hmm. I can give you short bursts of speed. I can run a hundred meters quickly. But if you're asking me to, to run two miles, eight laps around, it's not happening. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he gave me the scholarship. I finished high school. 
went to prom two weeks after that my dad flew out of me stayed with me for a week then left and then reality hit me hmm. i was out here my nickname was gel bait why because i was gel bait <laughs> i was 16 uh, so everyone was just calling me gel yeah, bait yeah, for yeah. a while then my name was london and then from london savage but people still call me london miss london and shit like that but yeah man so yeah the rest is history i came out here and it was just crazy i stayed in wheatley i had a roommate it was just mad like getting getting to terms with everything like i literally took a big leap and my first semester i hated it i got the freshman 50 that was massive you said freshman 50 yes I had like a, I gained like 26 pounds. Yeah, I, I didn't gain the whole 50, I mean, I, but I oh. gained a lot of weight. Well, 26 pounds is um, close to 50. And then I had the basketball coach. There was a basketball coach at the time. Her name was Coach Brittany. She worked on the women's team. And she, you'd think she was the soccer coach the way she would carry on with me. Like, I know I was putting on weight, but she would force me to go to Terry Lily. And she'd come with me to get the food I was eating in the cab. She saw me in the burger and fries line. She was telling me no, <laughs> literally. So I started to go Terry Lily and whatever, and um, I lost the weight. But my first semester was horrible. I went back home saying I didn't want to go come back here because the food was horrible. My diet was getting messed up. I had no friends. People just wanted to talk to me because I was British. I didn't like that mm. because it, it wasn't genuine. It was just say this, say that. Or if she plays soccer, like... You know what I mean? It wasn't like there was no one that really messed with you like that because yeah, of who you were. I yeah, yeah, and I think that's why I I I've got in a relationship with the boy I was with for so long because he's the only person that didn't like he didn't care about all that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I think that's why I connected with him. But any even girls like even girls would only chat to me because I'm British. Like I just didn't feel no one was genuine. That's why there's only a few people out here I would class as my actual friends mm-hmm. who have kept in contact with me and regardless of where I'm from and what I do, appreciate my friendship, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but even soccer, like, that's why I fell out of love with soccer too. The coach was was crap. Yeah. We lost hella games. It was just not the same. And then the style of soccer here ain't the same either. The level of skills lower. Here yeah. it's more about how fit you are. In England, I didn't have to be the fittest on the on, on You had to be on, the best. Yeah. You give me the ball, I'm going to go and score. That's that's my attitude. Out here, it's not like that. Hmm. My coach wanted me to be the fittest of the fittest. I ain't built like that. So he tried to make me into someone I weren't. And with the food we have in the calf and what we were doing on the field, the balance was just not good. Hmm. The food in the calf was not helping at all. I think it's got better now that I've left. But... The food in the calf used to be absolutely terrible. Wow. I couldn't lie to you. I used to dread going in the calf. I used to dread going in the calf. I used to dread going practice. It was only when I got to like junior, senior, I was brave enough to just not bother with soccer. I used to just bunk and just not go because it just weren't the same. And my coach just weren't listening to us. We used to do so much stuff, fill out forms, questionnaires, and have group meetings in the AC at 5 a.m. in the morning. You know, because the team's chemistry wasn't good and our relationship was, with the coach weren't good. But it's like everything we said like wasn't put into action. Yeah, it was never put you. into action. So, yeah, that's what ultimately was the nail in the coffin for me. But before I came out here, I didn't want to play soccer anyway. Mm-hmm. I was just doing it for my education. So, yeah. So looking back at everything, 
Do you really regret coming here? Or? No, of course not. Of course not. Because Grambling is where I found myself. Mm-hmm. That's where I, I became a woman. Mm-hmm. I came here as a, as a child. Like I was backwards as hell. I came here. My room was a mess. I didn't know how to do nothing. I couldn't even wash clothes properly mm. at all. Like I was real spoiled. But when I came out here and I was independent, I had to do stuff for myself. So mm-hmm. I learned how to do a lot of stuff by myself. Uh, even cooking, like, I went home cooking and people couldn't believe it. Now, look at me, I'm I'm cooking f- as a for business. People, exactly, yeah. yeah. So I just taught myself little stuff, even like how to dress. Like, my mum used to dress me and like find me outfits. I was out here doing that myself. So it, it made me. <laughs> so, what find was your my outfits identity. like back in the day? Oh my God, literally. Like, tracksuits like this, but I'd mix them. So I'd have on Umbro and Nike. I used to wear football boots everywhere. Hmm. Straight football boots. My hair, I used to look like Cleo off, set it off. Straight back cane rows. I used to just have studs in. Makeup, don't even mention makeup. Hmm. I was just so minimal and so tomboyish, like literally. It's only when I hit 13, 14 that I broke out of it. But I still don't have a sense of fashion or like, you know, how to carry myself properly. And if I didn't come out here, I don't know what age I would have done it. Hmm. But... Coming out here is where I actually found myself and I've discovered different talents that I have. And so what are some of these talents that you have? I know you cook. I know I, you like radio now. Yeah, so I cook, I do radio, uh, soccer. Uh, I actually did design, but it was more... I did product design in school. So like I'm, I'm good at like drawing and stuff and like sketching. So you could do like graphics and stuff like that too? I wouldn't say graphics, like... It's more like just ha- like I'm just I just can put things together with my hands basically, hmm. and like I don't know I have like a cre- a creative mind. Um, what else? What else can I do? You I'm rap. Getting oh yeah, I do music. I rap. But you don't got more bars than me though. I do. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't. I don't know. Nah, you're nice. <laughs> I, I I actually like your approach to music and how fast it comes to you. Like I can't write. Mm. Like, that's why I would never put myself in a category as a rapper. Mm. Like, yeah, Biggie never really wrote, but I bet if he had to sit down and write, he could do it. Yeah, Jay doesn't write because he's done it so many times, but I know if he sat down and wrote, he would write something hard. Yeah, Tupac has loads of rhyme books. I can't write. Mm. So, like, your approach, I always I respect it because it's cool. Obviously, you got your accent. It's different. Mm. But I just like your approach to music. I think it's really dope. Thank you. No doubt. I am more of a writer, though. I don't know. Like, a lot of... I don't know. A lot of rappers these days or people just think that if you can't freestyle, you can't rap. But that's not the case because a lot of these rappers can't freestyle. Mm-hmm. You've never seen Drake freestyle. All True. Drake stuff's pre-written. True. You don't have to be able to freestyle to rap. But I would say that is something that I am insecure about when it comes to the, to music. I feel like I should be able to do it. Mm. So I do want to um, work on that. But when it comes to putting a song together, once I know what that song is and what message I want it to get out, then... So we made a song today, right? Yeah. Um, what was the message you was trying to get out? <laughs> well, so immediately, that, that's not really a song. That's <laughs> <laughs> out of curiosity. Um, that's uh what's the word that's fun that's not like a song of a message that's some that's like swaggy music london drip 
yes this is you know it's a drip song it's not a song of a message it's just a song you can bump your head to and the girls gonna love it know. though yeah yeah a lot of people would, would like it it's something that could get a buzz from but i wouldn't say it's got a message in it i mean it's not finished yet maybe it could be a message in it but right now the message just seems to be sex is so being that you're from london uk era right and you're here and you're here right now right what are some things that you've noticed that are so different from UK that is like, what the hell here? Like, fresh produce. Fresh produce. Talk yeah. about it. I go in Walmart. If I go, why am I going in Walmart and one bell pepper is a dollar and sixty something cents? Mm-hmm. In London, you get about six of them for a pound, which is about a dollar and twenty six cents. Hmm. Just things like that. Um, um, everything's in a can or everything's frozen. You guys, like, I don't know, like, you, you don't have fresh stuff like us. The food's just different. It is true. Like, there's not a wide range of things, even meats. Like, I love lamb. Lamb is my favourite meat. I'd have to search high and dry for lamb. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's not enough. I feel like maybe because of the, the location, because I think Walmarts in other states or different parts of Louisiana would have different variations of things but i think it's just strictly american you don't have a wide range of international ingredients Mm -hmm. and that's just me saying that from a chef's point of view i go in walmart the other day looking for fresh ginger no you're not finding that yeah they just have the paste you know what i mean so yeah it's just like there's there's it's, it's limited like a lot of stuff's limited when it comes to food um what else is different I, I was gonna say dress sense, but it's not because like I came out here and people, you got feelers. Like I didn't think no one out here would be wearing feelers. So, so I'm from New York. So, yes, people aren't, but I don't know. Down here, it's weird. Like I have people here that wear Skechers. Oh yeah, I don't. I and don't and I'm like, yo, like I don't care how fly they are. I'm not rocking Skechers. Yeah, I'm not rocking the Skechers. But, My sister rocks them. I could never. Man, that's not happening. Um, but yeah, no, I think the feelers is just a wave that just came out of nowhere. Literally, uh, it's been reincarnated because it died. Feelers died. I had feelers back when I was about twelve. Of course, of course, of course, of course. But they come back with some dope stuff. It's I I give I I give the book I give credit to Kanye. For feeler. For all these big sneakers. That's all Kanye's influence. Nobody was wearing sneakers like that before. Kanye oh yeah, did. and listen, I know, I know, he brought out them ugly Yeezys, and since then everyone's bringing out these ugly shoes. And they look hard though, like they look. No, they fly. do. Like Fila, I don't put it. Um, Balenciaga, mm-hmm. I don't put it. Like mm-hmm. I'm liking all this stuff I'm seeing. Like everyone's doing it. Dope. Okay. But I think for to 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 relate to most of the population the best ones to go for are feelers in terms of price and the style those are 55 dollars over there where those ones right there in yeah i got them 55 no no here where in monroe oh well i'm gonna have to go in monroe mm-hmm. in the... london that's over 100 dollars. those are 100 over 100 because <coughs> that's the thing right now everyone's rocking feeler that's ridiculous everyone's rocking feeler uh how is it different the way that guys talk to women <laughs> Um, am I, is, this, is there like a can I not say too much on here or no 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 this is talking cheap baby you can do oh, what you want oh okay <laughs> guys out here are very to the point you think so yeah like you, you guys do the most 
literally. You think so? British boys don't are not they're not as nasty and they're not as out there. Hmm. Like you guys will straight up, like literally, this dude came up to the other day, straight up, I wanna eat your pussy. Wow. Just straight like that. I wanna eat your pussy. Yeah. yeah. British boys don't even do that. Really? They don't I've never I've never been with a British boy because they're just not they don't match my freak. They don't, don't eat do pussy that. nothing? They don't do that. I'm not saying all of them are like that, but all my friends that have been, but don't do it. It's just like, it's not, it's just, it's nasty to them or something like, it's like, ew. But then if a girl gives you brain, it's, it's, it's not an issue. You know what I mean? That's, so that's like a thing. Like women already know like nine and 10 times dude is probably not going And they're to. happy with that. Like my sister, a lot of my, I think because I started to be sexually active here, my, my mindset's different to a lot of British girls. Because mm-hmm. to some of them, it don't matter. But to me, I can't be with a man who ain't going to do that. Mm. But my sister don't care. My friends don't care. They don't care whether they get it or not. Hmm. It's not uh, an essential to them. But to, to me, it is, like, literally. But, yeah, like, the way boys will approach you out there, they're more hood with it, but not to the point where they're going to just tell you straight away, like, stuff like that. Boys out here are more bold and more confident. Mm. Boys in England are the kind of boys that will see you. Like, you could be someone I have class with all the time. You never talk to me in class, but I go home and you sit in my DMs. That's the kind of approach they have. <laughs> yeah, they'll see you a few times before they holler. Boys out here, they'll be like, damn, you fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're straight to the point. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just get to the... I don't like the chasing around sort of thing. I don't like the back and forth morning messages. Like, I don't. I'm not that kind of girl like don't I don't like this everyday good morning mm-hmm. you know just constantly you know what I mean just get to the point like mm-hmm. do are we feeling each other or are we not sort of thing mm-hmm. that's how British boys are though like they just beat around the bush and you know they like to move a bit a bit too fast for me and Bryn? well from experience now that's, that's why I don't really I haven't been with a British boy because they don't move at my pace and they don't do the things I like to do so you say move too fast what do you mean by that? So I was seeing this dude from, what month were we in? October. From like late August. Yeah, yeah, late August to late September. It was not that long, about a month. Mm-hmm. Went on four dates with him in public. And he's <laughs> asked me to be his girlfriend. Four public dates. So three times to the cinema, one time to a restaurant. And then you want to text me asking me to be your girlfriend. <laughs> Wait, he texted he even call you? No, he texted me. <laughs> Wait, he took you on four dates? Four. Three to the movies? Three to the movies. So why would you go to the same date three times? I know. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that's I didn't even argue. On top of that, um, he's looking at me to pay. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. For all of the dates that he wanted to go on? That no, you... no, no, no. I didn't pay. So basically what happened was I... Uh, I was very late to the first date, so I bought the snacks. Mm-hmm. But he thought that was going to be a regular thing. Mm. So every time I met him now, he's trying to look get at free me. snacks. Yeah, to get the snacks or to, to get the tickets. Goes to dinner now. The people ask me for paying separately. He's looking at me like, what do you want to do? I'm thinking, you don't invite a female out to dinner and, and look at her <laughs> to pay. That's <laughs> What, what kind of craziness is that? Yeah, I've never experienced you? that in my life. So that was a turn off. And since then, he ain't seen me. But 
it was yeah after that he's asked me to be his girlfriend mm. and i'm just thinking he's mad yeah you've lost it mate because it's the thing where but neither of us live alone mm. but my thing is i'm not gonna ask no boy i'm not gonna be with no boy who i ain't been with in like out of, outside the public Hmm. If I've only met you in public, I don't really know you, do I? Hmm. Because you can only act a certain way. When people are watching. Exactly. But behind closed doors, that's when you really know if you're feeling somebody. Mm-hmm. We'd never done that. So I don't know if I like you like that. Mm-hmm. And you've asked me to be your girlfriend like that. <laughs> I mean, we text and stuff. No, not phone calls, you know, text. Only texting. Yeah, so it's like, you're someone I'm seeing, but I don't know you like that. So the dudes in the UK, they really just be texting a lot. Like, not even really. A lot of texting, yeah. See, I could not win. Yeah. I call FaceTime. So that's the, that's, and that's the only British boy I've actually dated. I've only been with Americans and Caribbeans. Hmm. British boys is just not for me. Whoever I do end up with long term will be American or Caribbean. Because hmm. they're the only ones that understand. What about my Africans? My Africans not cutting it? Oh. Do you know how many Niger men have messed me over? I think I've got uh-uh. time. What do you mean? What do we do now, sweetheart, darling? I've, I've, listen, the amount of Niger men I've spoken to, all of them are just trash. I'm not trying to, I'm not nah, trying to stereotype. Nah, 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 let's talk about it. So you had some Nigerian men that were trash. What are trash about them? Uh, but there was this one boy. Um, his name's Henry. <laughs> Hi, Henry. How are you doing, brother? <laughs> Henry Tunde. <laughs> And <laughs> you fed up with Henry. I could just yeah. hear it. Um, so you, I've gone on a date with you. We had a long conversation, and the thing is, the date went well. Like we got along well. You know what I mean? Got something to eat, blah blah blah. And we were both attracted to each other. And I said I'd see him again, whatever. Follow each other on Instagram. He's posted up a, po- a photo, and this girl's saying mine under it. Hmm. Every time he posts a photo of mine, hmm. love struck, love hmm. struck, love struck. So I'm thinking, what the hell? If, if you're single, what, Why what's, she doing what's that? going on sort of thing? Because he told me like he was seeing someone, but it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But clearly it did. Sort of thing. <laughs> so I just put it, I'm thinking, no, it's not a big, like, I'm not with him sort of thing. So I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Let's just monitor it and see how it goes. This dude's always messaging me contacting me this and other but he's he's sometimes like he'll just vanish so i'll be messaging him <laughs> till about 8 p.m then he'll message me the next day at 8 p.m hmm. so it's like it looks like you've been with someone 24 hours yeah and that was always on the weekend when i know he's not working and he always had an excuse to not meet me so i only met him that one day hmm. but we would talk on the phone and text so i i knew him it's like i i you I know, could feel his yeah, yeah, you aura, know is, yeah, yeah, through talking on the phone and texting, and when I met him in person, because when you talk on the phone, you're just like you know, you can get to know someone better than through text, because what you say just comes out your mouth. Mm. So yeah, he kept posting photos, and this girl's commenting man under it. So one day I click on her page because I'm thinking it could just be because he wouldn't respond to her saying it on his photo. He just leave it, but I go on her page now. It's my queen. Um, I love you. That mm. all this, all this stuff, and this that. Like, Henry Tunde, yeah. what is wrong with you now, bros? Boy, he's your bado. He's your demon. That's not my fault. There's a lot of us in Nigeria are wholesome, like man. That. We wholesome in Nigeria. There's a lot I mean, of there, wholesome. I mean, there are some of you, but me. Ah, uh, some. There's a lot now. Maze. <laughs> nah. There's another one. 
His name was Destiny, though. Oh, dear. That's the worst cuddle. I don't know why his name is Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, Blessings. Know. And he he was 37. But Wait, he tried whoa, lying. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What? He was how old? 37. 37. 37. I was getting on the train and he followed me on, my, on the train. And he was trying to chat to me and stuff. But he didn't look 37. That's why he, he got away with it. The only thing that gave it away was he had like a little grey streak in his beard hmm. but a lot of people get grey hairs at a young age I didn't think that of, of it so yeah he gets on the train um, to, for two stops to try to try get my number and I said no like, I'll take yours I took his number and um, when they when I was bored I, I hit him up on whatsapp I'm talking whatever this that blah 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 he's like oh I want to see you and take you out this that and other we kept scheduling to meet up he, every time he was flaking but mm. he weren't flaking to where I got dressed and went to where we were supposed to go. It'll be ahead of it time. It would just be like, in the morning, I'll be like, oh, we're still good for today. No reply back. Hmm. So the first time he was like, oh, it's cool. We've worked this time now. But second time now, this is when I'm, this is the cutoff point for me. You ain't going to stand me up twice. Because hmm. you don't know what else I got to do. Talk about it. Yeah. So after he gave me that second excuse, I just said, oh, whatever. Like, oh, I went to a party and then I had to drive this person here and this person there. I'm just like, oh. I ain't trying to hear it. So we didn't talk for a few months. Then I seen him, which is crazy because he don't live in the area, but he works not far from me. Mm -hmm. I was on the bus and I'd seen him walking. And I just said to him, I saw you sort of thing. He was like, oh, we have to meet up, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I didn't take him serious because he stood me up before. Huh. So this time it was a reverse of what happened. So. He's messaged me asking if we're still good. I'd forgot about it and I wasn't taking him serious anyway, so I didn't, you know, I didn't bother with him. Two twos now, he's put up a family photo of him, <laughs> his wife. <laughs> and his Destiny, hey, His four kids. <laughs> and they're all in the Nigerian clothes. Oh. <laughs> Destiny, hey, like, Ross. Oh my god. Des, des. Oh god. Jeez. We still not that bad, man. At least he, I mean, yeah. So that was that one. At least you know he's a family man. <laughs> Niger men, I tell you. And that's not, I've, I've got stories for days about you, Niger men. Well, There's another one I spoke to called Abs. But it's just really the main issue is inconsistency. Like, don't be texting me and then and then vanish like that, mm. that's annoying like yeah yeah that's about right yeah, yeah like that's what that's the kind of stuff that be happening like just stuff like that mm. so what's the next thing for you so you now you what are you so what actually now before we go there what, what makes me different from what like all the other niger men well the thing about you is you're not actually niger like you're not you, you're nigerian but you sound American. These mm -hmm. men I'm talking about are Niger men. They're fresh off the boat. They, yeah. They came there for business. I mean, so like for instance, like the Henry boy wasn't fresh. Like he's been there for eight years, but he still had the accent. Mm -hmm. So none of them were like British boys. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't. I don't find myself attracted to British boys. Like, I don't know. They just don't do it for me. Mm. Um. And the crazy part about all this, you only like. I'm assuming you've been to really Grambling, probably maybe Atlanta. Mm. And I don't know if you've been to Cali, New York, any of those places yet. I've been in New York, I haven't been Cali. How long you was in New York for? Two weeks. 
How was New York? I was, York when, for you? I was 2011. I was I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can't nah, really tell nah. you about the experience. Yeah, nah. We but different. I did enjoy it though. We different. I got hella family in New York. We different. Like the stuff that some people do here, bro, would never fly anywhere else. Swear to God. Swear to God. Just mm-hmm. like the way that you know, like one, for one thing, everyone here really nice, but they fake nice. Yeah. Like niggas in New York don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> Yo, Queen, you, we are we doing? What are we doing? Like we mm. chilling, we kicking it, we not, we not. Mm. When they go cheat on you, you gonna cheat on you, and yeah. you find out. Okay, cool. If you don't, cool. Mm. Yeah, like it's it's like they do shit with love in their heart, but hate in their heart at the same time. Like, yeah. It's like it's like that bittersweet pain. Like, damn, nigga, you really had love him, but you gonna do me like that in mm. New York? It's like, if I don't like you, if I'm gonna cheat on you, Queen, you just gotta take I it out. Come, yeah. It's like so upfront. Like, yeah. It's just I don't know. And we move different. We mm. fast as hell. We dress different. But music we listen to is different. Our pace, like the vibes. Yeah. Like I listen to reggae, Afrobeat. That's really it's some hip hop really? R&B. Yeah, these niggas. What? I don't. I didn't really know who Boosie was. Oh wow! Like I knew Boosie because of the A Baby remix. Wow, A Baby, it's that Boosie. Like that's I didn't know he was as respected as people do. Like, you know what I mean? Like Wayne was Wayne. I didn't even know Wayne was from Louisiana for a long Are you time. Serious? Swear. He calls himself Louisiana. I mean, yeah, but Wayne never was really here. Like yeah, Wayne was true. always somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. yeah he could be in New York one. He probably be out here. Yeah, even people like NBA Young Boy, he be just in Cali or wherever. Shit, like I didn't even know Manny Fresh. Like I knew, like I knew Burb. I thought Burman was from Atlanta or Texas. Really? Yes. Damn. You no, know, like, when I say I would keep it a buck and a half, like the only person I knew that was from like Louisiana was Master P, and I really didn't know that he was from Louisiana. Damn. Like juvenile, I knew he was from like New Orleans because I know you crap, know you clap. Yeah. Besides that, yeah, that's about it. Swear to God. But yeah, I, I mean, even my music sense when I came out here. But a lot of people I knew was from Louisiana anyway. Nah. I knew Lil Wayne was from Louisiana. <laughs> nah. I'm a Weezy fan, man. Who's your so? Who's your top five rappers all time? Uh, I hate when people ask me this stuff. Yeah. Why is that? It's hard for me because I don't know. Like it varies. Who's your? Who's yours? Like this is yours. It's subjective. Anybody has an opinion. This is All right. yours. Obviously, Nikki is one. Okay. Um. Biggie. Okay. Um. Lil Wayne. Okay. But it's like I'm naming a whole of young money, but it's just because of my youth. Mm-hmm. I mean, what about Jay Z? Jay Z don't get that love. Not really. Like, what? The people I'm naming are people who, when their songs play, I get crunk. Hmm. NBA Young Boy is one of those people. You like Young Boy? When I hear Young Boy, I just go crazy. But you, you like that trap shit though. Like you love Twenty One Savage. Like you like? No, no, I don't love Twenty One Savage. You know, there's only a few songs of his I like. No, the thing about 21 Savages, it's mainly his features I like. I don't really like his songs. Other hmm. than Bank Account, I don't really mess with 24 Savage. Nah, Young Savage, why you trapping so hard? That joy go hard. No, it goes hard, but it wasn't a song that caught me straight away. It was a song that I heard a lot to where I liked it. Okay. But so, songs like Bank Account only takes me to hear a snippet for me to like it. Doom, doom, doom. I get that, you. 
10 Freaky Girls he's done with Metro, that hook for me is just, it just does something to me. What about uh, Kodak? My waistline is a Glock. I love Kodak. Kodak is so dope. Yeah. I don't think people understand how dope he really is. And it's so effortless the way, the way he, he, he gets on the mic, the way he carries himself, the stuff he be saying. It's his real talent. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, who else? Who else is in that five for you? You gave me three. You gave me Nikki. I gave you Nikki, Wheezy, Biggie. I I'm putting NBA in there. Hmm. Huh. Because that's current. That's who I mess with now. Mm. I'm not going to speak on it. <laughs> I don't think he's bad. I think, I think he's just okay. Like, I'm not he's a not, hater. He's not brilliant, but I just think for his age and how long he's been rapping that he's doing. Yeah, I give him that. I yeah. give him that. And he has four kids or five kids. And he's yeah, young he's as hell. So he has to be a man. And he ain't coming from, like, he come from BR, but he not coming from BR that's, like, glamorous. So I get it. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Um, Who else are I putting there? No. What about UK? Let's just go right to the UK. Oh. Top five UK rappers, in your opinion. Well, obviously, Skeps is one of them. Oh, uh, talk about it. Hold on, Skeps you got is one of them. Shout out to the goat, Skeps, Skepto. Crept and Conan. I love Crept and Conan. They had a, uh, they didn't was they didn't have talking the hardest. They had um. Uh, that's gigs. That's gigs. That's my guy. I love gigs. Uh, Crept and Conan and had um. What was that song they had? Freak of the Week. Not Freak of the Week. Uh, it's a short, that shorty don't waste my time, was it? If she she got to go, tell her don't waste my time. Yes. Stop me, search my clothes. Uh huh. Shorty and they don't had waste. French Montana on the remix. Uh, yeah. I like and, um, Crepe Corner. Uh, they had weren't they weren't beefing, but somebody was. I think it was Crepe was beefing with his cousin. Who's cousin? Uh, Kreps. Krep had a cousin that raps too, and I think they were beefing at the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cadet. Yes. Cadet. Yes. That beef was probably. They, 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 they weren't beefing. It was just a thing where they both started to do music, but there was a drift in their in their relationship because um, Krept and Conan took off, but Cadet was still underground. Mm-hmm. And, so no, guess, and he never put them on. It's yeah, like, yeah, I guess he just felt left out. And the thing is, it's not like they're. Second or third cousins. These are two um, sisters' kids. Hmm. They're first. But they might as well be brothers. Yeah, basically. Wow, I like I like that. Okay, but I love the I love the the songs that they both worked to each other because they were literally real like fire. Literally, yeah. I, I had it. Come on, all right. Who else? So you have you said uh, Skeps, you said Crepton Conan. Who else? Chipmunk, hundred percent. See, all right, let's talk Chipmunk. I, I love, love chipmunk. old Chipmunk. What do you mean the old Chipmunk? Old Chipmunk go hard. Like the Chip, did you Chip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Chip, but Chip, Chip fell off low key though. He did. Like after he started to mess with Ti and them, he just started changing. Yeah, like, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was the label that changed him or what situation or whatever. But he's just. He's, he's still got bars, I don't get me wrong. But he's trying to go down the path everyone else is going, like making gallon tunes and stuff, like mm-hmm. not 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 sticking to spitting basically. Mm-hmm. 
trying to do other stuff to, hmm. to try to get clout. But he's still a dope artist. And in the time he did blow, he did bits. He got a song with Chris Brown. Hmm. Like, that's big. He got songs with Kerry Hilson, T.I. Like, he done bits when he was younger, but I think his younger was his prime. I think now he can't really go any further. Hmm. He just has to stick to the UK and see what's popping here. Okay. But... So you said yeah. Skepta, Crepticone, and Chip. Now you got two more. Skepta, Crepticone, and Chip. Uh, really, this is hard for you. It is. I don't really listen to UK rap like that. Huh. I'd, I, well, I'd say gigs. I love gigs. I'd say gigs. You don't like gets? No. I don't like it. I can't stand gets. I've been to you. That's that kind of music I can't stand. Like, that gives me a headache. But gets be... I like gets, though. You don't like gets? All right, can I give you my... What's your last one? Because you say no to gets, bro. Who's my last one? Wiley. Don't like Wiley. Storms? I'd say Stormzy. Storms, come on. I like Stormzy. Storms is my shut he's up. done bits. <laughs> I like Storm. I like Birthday Girl. Oh, yeah, you're the Birthday Girl, yeah. Hard. Then there's um, Blinded by Your Grace. Oh, yeah. That song Hard. did bits, literally. I like part one, though. I don't like part two with um with um, Emanike. I didn't like part two. I didn't have to do the part two. Yeah, I only like Blinded by Your Grace part one. part one. I didn't like part two like that. Damn. No, I never heard it. Alright. But yeah, Bashy, like, you be talking about Bashy stuff, like Bashy ain't. Alright, let me give you my top five. Top five. Akala. What you know about Akala? <laughs> Chill out. What? Chill out. Damn. Chill out. Wretch 3 2. See, I can't really, I don't really know. I love Wretch. Wretch don't give you bad music. Wretch is. He don't, but like. Wretch is nice. He's still a bit. Not for me. I don't know. Wretch is not. All right. So, Avelino. Him and Avelino are both good. Avelino. All right. Let me. All right. So let me tell you my problem. Avelino is hard. Like, Avelino is hard. It's just, I don't. He don't make no music I always just listen to every day, though. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's the same I, as Wretch. Like, Avelino is hard. He's the kind of, they're the kind of artist you listen to them, you listen to their bars, and he don't listen to it again. They're not the artists you can that they've made a song with that you can just keep bumping hmm. on repeat over and over again. More you know. That's my problem with those kind of artists. Like you can have bars for days, but if your if your stuff ain't swagging and got a rhythm to it, I ain't gonna listen to it. How do you feel about JME? Gemma? I don't like JME. Oh that's another one that's trying to be like old school D double E sort of shit. Okay. I'm not feeling it. Um Alright, so what's our fault? JME is Skeptic's little brother. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. The Blood Brothers. Jim, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, cause I remember they had that She Likes the Party and, and they had Mad at them and Boy Better Know BBK had they, they little run. Um, my favorite rappers that's grime, um, Tiny Temper, Bash. Mm. I love Bashy. Bashy is... what it is you love about Bashy so much. Bashy, I think, was speaking about things in a way like... Bashy is like our Wale. Like, Bashy to me was Wale to, to like, to, like, us. The backpacker, had bars, 
might have, you know, he always gave you quality. Like, Bashy, Bashy really don't have bad songs. It's just, it's just Bashy. What's a bad song from Bashy? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I don't think that was a bad song. Oh, like he it. was talking about how to get money. Nah. Black boys go hard. Kids also do adults go hard. Yeah, those Life two go songs hard. are all right, but... Oh, sweetheart. Queen, you buggy, baby. <laughs> you buggy, baby. I said Bashi's a, a better actor than he is. Wow. I like Bashi. Oh, uh, who else? So I said, who I said? I said Akala, Bashi, Wretch. Oh, no, Tiny Temper. Tiny, that's four. I, I got those skeptics there, but Giggs, Stormzy... I like Getz too. Getz oh, is like nice. How do you even understand what he's saying? But he be spitting, because you just gotta listen. Like, you gotta look past the accent, but really, he's be spitting bars. He be barring, bro, bro, bro. He gets bars, part bars, part bars, but And like, they hard. And he be talking about something. I like him. Like, I like, he just, his attitude might be a little, uh. Like, I tell people I don't like him as a person. Because yeah. he's a real road, like, bad guy. Yeah. But, like, you can't get mad at him for the stuff he's been through in the past. Like, you know what I mean? And then, um, so that's, like, basically it. I like crypto. I used to like N-dubs. Oh. Nah, nah, nah. You nah, really nah, got nah, a, a nah, nah, background nah. stuff, then. not We're not even done low-key. Dappy is back, and he's making bangers. Like, really? He's got a banger called Oh My. I listen to that nearly every day. No way. He's doing it solo. The white, that's the white guy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was nice though. He is. He can really sing like. You can sing. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand. Never would I take what a couple yeah. months. I know that was hard. That was so hard. Um, Temper T. No, what happened to Temper T? Where he went? Temper T was yeah. dope. I never really listened to him like that never. Really, Temper T? What about um? I like Lethal Bizzle, pal. Nah, Dizzy Rascal. Dizzy Rascal was probably like, he has some hits. Like, Dizzy was so nice. Like, it just was like nobody really paid Dizzy no like Bob, but Dizzy was nice. Like, I could play up Dizzy. Well, back song. in the day, he literally was the only rapper around. Like when I was like nine, ten, you'd only hear about Dizzy. Mm. And then I don't know who else was really nice. Dizzy, I said Tiny Temper, Temper T, Dizzy Rascal, Giggs Gets, Stormzy, Akala. Um, Crap the Corner, cool. Talking the Hardest was cool. Uh, not talking about whatever. Don't waste my time. Uh, they got some white boys out there that's cool too, but I really don't listen to white rappers. No crap. Like, I just. In London, you got people like Professor. What's his name? Professor G? No. Professor, I know you're talking about. Professor Green. You got Professor Green. You got Jack. Uh, what's his name? Is it Jack the Ripper or something? Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Then you've got other white boys. Benny Banks. Then you've got. Uh, you got a couple. You got a good man. I know Chip. Dev. Chip got. Oh, Devlin. Yeah, yeah. Devlin, nice though. Yeah. Devlin, go hard. Yeah. I, Man, man, you are a hard woman to impress, baby. Then, yeah, I think that's it for whites. Mm, okay, that's fair. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, Hot box. <laughs> South joints. Well, there's not much to say about that. I mean, it's just a little business I'm doing. Um, that's what I want to talk about. 
What do you hope to accomplish in your one month of being at Graham? Or in the, in the States? Project. That's my main aim. That's why you're here? It's not, I mean, I wouldn't say that's why I'm here. I want to do a mini project and I want to see my family in Atlanta. And just like relax, just have a good times here and whatever. Because I won't be back here for a while. Because a while? A couple of years? No, I mean, not a couple of years. It's like five or six years. I haven't been in a rush to come back here. Hmm. Because, like, you know, it was more it was more about coming to this homecoming because I knew a lot of my teammates and friends would be coming. But I'd rather spend money to go places I haven't been before. I lived here for four years. Like, it's time to move on. No cap. Um, so, yeah, that was my aim to do that shit. And what do you call it? Get my shit from my crazy ex-boyfriend. Shit. But yeah, that's the aim. It's more for music and Thanksgiving, really. I don't want to come out here for just homecoming and, you know, to chill when I've got music I could be making. Okay. People forgetting that I, I, I rap and I do music and shit. So. I think we got some stuff, though. No cap. I think we go, like, your project going to be hard. I hope so. You mean you hope so? I'm just thinking of like what what to name it and you know, visual. Call it Sav Joints. Nah. I'm telling you, call it Sav Joints. Have food on the cover. You back there with the chef. That's merging. Yeah, but that's gonna be because then what you could do is do an event that you have a pop up event with mad food from Sav Joints and then have it like a listening party. Have the food in there, feeding the people coming through. And they listen to the music and the vibes, eating boom, boom, boom. Tab joints. And that shit is hard. Like, I don't like, I don't want to call it that. You don't like it? Fuck it. I just think it's just um, cheesy. narrowing down. It's not broadening me, it's shrinking me. Because that's already a name that's associated with me. Just to put it into music and food, it's not right. You don't think you can merge the two? No, I could merge the two, but it's like... I don't know, I find it a bit... But yeah, it's a bit corny to mm. to call my mixtapes have joints. I'd rather have a name that sounds professional, like Half Past Jupiter. Half Past Jupiter is pretty hard. I'm not gonna lie. I want a good name that makes sense. One that you know. You tired? I know. People that. can hear and you know. You want to go sleep? It's the it's the jet lag, literally. Cause you know it's four a.m. now in London. Mmm. Yeah. You. But as I was telling you earlier, like it took. After homecomings, when it's really hit me, because I was too distracted having fun for it for me to allow it to take a toll on my body. But now that I'm just chilling, because it gets to nine, ten o'clock. Over. Over with. <laughs> then I sleep to like five and then I'm up. And then I get back to sleep around 11. <clears throat> it's madness. Mm. But yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go to sleep. Know what I mean? Sign out, darling. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Sav J, we signing out. We had a nice l- long discussion. Mm-hmm. And we'll do this again. Mm-hmm. And we're going to light up some fireworks and try to go see if we can oh, take yeah, out the we, cake. We forgot about Guy Fawkes. <laughs> that's what it was called. Damn. I think we hit Guy Fawkes though, probably right. No, we did it to begin with, but I forgot that's what the show was called. What, you you want to still call it Guy Fawkes? Uh, no, we should just call it Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Yeah. Okay. Because Guy Fawkes ain't got no, no relevance to this. You think so? I think there's a little Guy Fawkes in everybody. Yeah. Nobody likes an establishment. You think? Of course not. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think any. I mean, of course I do, but I don't. I don't think anybody likes something that is is meant to be a certain type of way. People hate structure. People hate structure that they can't move and mold. I think people don't want like people like God, folks just don't care to listen to the king or don't care to live within the confines of somebody else's system. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that people are haters. Yeah. I think if God folks was a king, he would probably never have like felt the type of way. <laughs> and I mean, if I'm, he I lived like really the king. I'm trying to look into it and see what because I'm trying to figure out who exactly he was. Because mm. I don't think he was just a regular civilian. I think he had some kind of connection or some. Maybe he had mob ties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of mob ties, uh, Jay Prince is coming to Grambling. Yeah. So that's going to be dope. I'm help planning it. I might show up if I'm awake. It's going to be dope. Um, What's I going to say to you again? Yeah, I think if you did this podcast thing and filmed it, it would be good. I know. So why don't you? I don't care to. I think you should. I think people would like it. I think if we did it and we called it Chatterbox or something, people would like it. People would tune in. So, so let's establish, the, like, all right, so let's make this happen in the UK. Let me fly out there. Let's, yeah, I'll give you this audio. You take it out there, you know. I don't know how good this one is. But no, we're going to do another one. You don't like this one? I do like it because it's the first run. I'd want to do another one where we're both, like, we know what's going on. Oh, I never know what's going on. That's what makes it special. Uh, Yeah, because this is a trial run. Even okay. though it's gone well, I'd rather you do for one. I'm still going to post this, though. On where? On my website. One needs it. I'm going to post it. When I do, you got to help me put it out, though. Yeah, but I feel like if you did like little short minute snippets of like discussions that you're having and stuff, people people would watch. Mm -hmm. I think it would be dope. Well, y'all know the face, y'all know the the name. It's your boy Clear. It's it's not Savar. I said it's Butter. Oh, yeah, you're right. I changed my name to Butter. Yeah, it was crazy. Baby, you gotta be like Butter, baby. Nah, yeah, y'all know the face, y'all know. It's your boy, Cleese for Talk, a.k.a. Butter, baby. And y'all are tuned in to Talk Ain't Cheap. And just remember, usually ain't that deep. So far.